Go to bestsellerbuilders.com. We help authors get it done. Book success is number one with bestsellerbuilders.com. Hello, everyone. It's Mike Stewart, and welcome back to the Inside Secrets of a New York Times bestselling book podcast. And I'm here today with expert Amy Collins, and we're going to be talking about advertising. You know, where do you advertise and how do you advertise? And, you know, Amy, here's my first question. What tips do you wish you knew when you first got started getting your books on the New York Best uh, Sellers list? What did you do with advertising? What would you tell someone? Oh, I wish I hadn't spent all that money and wasted all that money back in the day because I didn't understand how to use advertising. Advertising isn't something you just send out into the world and let it do all the work. It's it's a tool. And I I wish I had known that the money that I spent on advertising and I didn't know how to track it. I didn't know how to leverage it. I didn't know how to use it. I simply just sailed it out like a like a like a paper hat, you know, those those paper boats that kids make and send them out on the little ponds. That's what advertising was at the beginning. But there's so many better ways to use advertising dollars than just setting something up and seeing what happens. Well, I'm going to I'm going to ask you again, where did you advertise? Where should you advertise? It depends. I know people hate that answer, but it depends on the books and it depends on your goals. If uh, if if an author came to me and said that they had a, let's say, a mystery novel, a thriller suspense novel uh, based around, I actually have a client I'm working with now. He's He's got a thriller suspense novel that takes place around the Appalachian Trail. Should he do advertising? I don't know. We sat down, we talked about it, we decided this, and this is how we're doing his advertising. And it's different for everyone. But this is what I mean when I say you don't just set it and send it out into the world. We contacted bookstores and libraries all up and down the Appalachian Trail, and we told them we were going to be doing regional-focused advertising, both online and on websites, but also in some of the regional papers, and that any bookstore or library that agreed to stock his book, we would, the clicks on the websites, the, the Facebook ads, whatever advertising we bought, we would be directing people to that library or that bookstore or that store. Some of them are hardware stores. So, yes, we were spending money on advertising, but we were doing it in partnership with retailers and libraries so that it was advertising with a purpose. It thrilled the bookstores. The bookstores were absolutely over the moon because we were advertising the book and them. They bought copies. The author was thrilled. I think he ended up spending about $1,200 on advertising, and I know he made at least $2,000 in book sales. That is how you advertise. Now, that's just one idea. But, I boy, I remember back in the day, I used to just do an ad online and hope that they bought the book. Oh, no. Well. Well, you know, th- th- when it comes to advertising, there's print advertising, there's um, uh, visual advertising, billboards, mm-hmm. uh, there's radio, there's television, and now there's online opportunities with uh all three modalities, print, radio, mm-hmm. audio, and television. And so, you know, that, that gets back to when I say, you know, what's, what's valuable today is, uh, you know, what kind of advertising would you tell somebody to do today? I mean, obviously, they got to do some research to know where because there's so many options. Uh, just to give you, for instance, I just heard an audio book that Amazon bought an ad on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So there's so many places to spend your advertising dollar. But, you know, you, you get a key thing when it comes to Internet advertising that I'm aware of. You can't spend $2 and make a dollar back. 
uh, you're never going to make it up in volume. <laughs> you have to spend a dollar and get two back. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so when when those numbers work, when you know what your conversion rates are, is what we call it, then you can make money. So what's what's relevant today that you would tell folks? There are so many new tools and new evaluation and analysis tools available. And what I would say to start with is before you spend any dollars, before you even look at advertising, you make sure you know exactly what your market is and who you're trying to attract. And I don't mean a range. I don't want you advertising to women who are 30 to 60 That's not a range. If you're going to advertise, if you're going to spend cold, hard cash, I want you advertising to a 37-year-old mother of two who lives in the suburbs and and has chosen to be a stay-at-home mom and drives a seven-year-old car. I want you to really create a person and then advertise to her. The more narrow you get, the more focused you get in in your goals and in your procedures, the more sales you'll make. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but if you could actually make so much more money and get a bigger return on your investment, if you focused on church bulletins, as opposed to advertising on a billboard in the middle of LA, it doesn't make any sense, but you don't, you don't, you shouldn't, many people do, you shouldn't spend one cent or any of your time advertising until you know exactly who you're advertising to. And too many people skip that part of the process. Well, that, that makes total sense to me. There was an old joke when I did ads years ago that ad agencies used to say, they said, half of my advertising isn't working. I just don't know which half. And that was essentially saying that for 50 cents out of every dollar you spent in advertising, you were knowingly up front just throwing that money away. And when the internet came along, you better know who your customer is and their tools to reach those customers. So that gets back to, you know, how? How how do you know that you're getting the 37-year-old mother of two? You know, what 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 tools are you using to put that into action today? There are Facebook pixels. There are Google Analytics. And the if you're advertising on an online format, especially if it's a local newspaper, they have analytical tools and you had better get access to them. I don't spend a penny unless someone can show me what sort of return that other clients of theirs have gotten. There, It's too easy in this day and age to get that data. It's it, You practically have to work not to get it. And if for those of you who are saying, well, I don't know how to set up a Facebook pixel. I don't know how to do Google Analytics. You don't have to. The advertisers should be able to provide for you to the penny how much how many clicks you got and how many how long people were on a page you should be able to view all of that it is so easy to set up and so the tools that i use i do a lot of advertising on amazon because i'm in the book world and advertising on amazon can be extremely expensive extremely profitable or it can be an enormous mistake. And what you couldn't do before that you can do now is you can run an ad for two and a half days and then pause it. Stop it. Analyze. See how things are going. I can literally take a thousand words, give it to Amazon, and see which 600 are doing well and which 400 aren't. The days are gone when they say 50% of my advertising dollars aren't working, but I don't know which half. I can tell you to the word now what's getting me lift and what isn't, and then I can replace those words. The other thing I would say in terms of tools, in terms of analyzing, is at this stage, you do have to educate yourself. 
There's a lot of time that goes into advertising. You can't just give someone money. You need to take the time and really look at how it's working because you advertising does work, but only if you work it. Oh, that makes makes so much sense. Uh, any other details about your advertising? And, and of course, what do you do with bestseller? Builders.com when it comes to advertising. How, do, how does all that work? Give me some more. Well, I hate to say it depends. It does depend. But one of the things that I have found very useful, especially for people who are starting out, is that it's really, it's really helpful to just focus on one type of advertising for, let's say, 60 days. Trying to do too much, trying to go after seven different types of readers or seven different types of markets can be a little overwhelming. Really learn about the 37-year-old suburban mothers who who maybe, you know, work part-time out of their home, but, you know, spend all their time with their kids. Really get to know them. Become experts in that reader and advertise to them for 60, 90 days and then shift. Then start going after the 51-year-old uh, single women who live in urban areas and see. And then you compare, contrast, see what you don't know until you try. But if you try and do too much at the same time, you won't be able to get clean data. So I'm, I'm not an advertising expert, but I know for books, what has worked for me, especially with authors who've never done it before, is limited advertising exposure to a specific market and then shifting your focus and shift and shift and shift. You'll be amazed how much money you can make in the end. And then you'll be able to look back and see what's even better. Well, that makes sense, too. I mean, I've always heard when it comes to the Internet, not so much with uh, traditional media, but with the Internet advertising, you have to test and track. And then when you know the data that you need to know and it's working, you know, uh, how much money do you spend on it? As much as you can because you know what you're going to get back. Uh, tools, websites, and apps when it comes to advertising. What are your favorites? Again, um, I do quite a bit of Facebook advertising, but I, I use their analytical tools, their pixels. I make sure I make sure that I put their pixels on the sites where I'm going. Uh, Google Analytics, it's the granddaddy, but man, it helps. It really allows you to see. There's tons of other tools uh, to be honest with you, I hire people to help me with that. Nobody can be an expert in everything. And I have really come to value the the team that I've got working for me. Because Bestseller Builders isn't just me. There's eight, nine, oh, ridiculous amount of people. And I've got people who who do this for me. They are far smarter than I will ever be. And I love working with people smarter because they know more. They're out there. You know, a team can do so much more for you than one person. Um, Daniel, one of my business partners, he says, you know, Michael Jordan doesn't do his own taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, Meryl Streep isn't doing her own makeup. And so, you know, everybody needs a team. And that's why, with especially with advertising, I'm not an advertising expert, but I know what works. And one of the things that works is hiring an advertising expert. <laughs> Well, I heard years ago, if it's working, keep doing it. And if it's not, stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're talking about the time it takes to implement an advertising campaign. You know, what what should an author expect when we're dealing with that? It depends on the situation. I have a number of authors who advertise after their book's been out for a year and it's not doing very well. And that is an ongoing campaign that could take months to really get a lift. 
However, if your book isn't out yet and you're just launching the book or you've got a, a do you know what pre-orders are? For those of you who are curious, pre-orders is before the book comes out, you can go online, usually it's online, and you can order the book so that it's shipped to you the day it comes out. And so if you've got a pre-order campaign or a before the book comes out focus and a goal that you're working on, that's a much shorter period of time. My rule of thumb is no more than four weeks. I like three weeks. But you don't want to advertise for 90 days or 180 days before a book comes out. People will get exhausted hearing about it. Focus, narrow in. So for a book launch, three, four weeks. If your book's been out for a while and you've got a different set of goals, it could be a month, it could be a year. It depends on your goals. And that's why it's not always something you can just answer as a as a as a rote answer, I'm afraid. Yeah. Well, you, you test things. You 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 try it. You test it. If it works, you keep doing it. If it doesn't work, you stop. But I will tell you, I have tested the whole pre-order. My book is coming out six months ahead of time. That does not work. It is just a waste of money. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, I've I've introduced an advertising campaign. Um, I, I just feel stuck. I, it's not working the way I think it should be. What do I do? This is one of those situations where, in almost all cases, you need a coach. I hire advertising experts and coaches, and I think I know what I'm doing. But in most cases, this is an area of expertise that you really want to lean on those who know what's happening. So if you find yourself stuck, if your ads aren't getting you the return on the investment that you know you you should have gotten or that you feel you deserve, it's time to bring someone in and just bounce all your ideas off them, find out if your expectations were appropriate. I have an author client, a woman that I adore, smarter than any six people in a group. She's awesome. But she had some advertising goals that didn't make any sense. The minute she came to me, I I knew what was going wrong. She was spending so much money advertising to inner city schools and libraries. Her book was perfect for inner city schools and libraries. It was the 8 to 12 market. It was focused on the girls. It was about bullying. It It was so something they needed. However... I explained to her almost, I mean, I could see it immediately. All that money was going to be focused on a market that couldn't afford her book. Inner city schools, libraries, even the teachers, they don't have the money to buy dozens or hundreds of copies of a book to pass out to kids. You, you, I mean, yes, she was going to the schools. She was advertising to the schools. She was doing events at the schools, but she wasn't getting the sales. And she never will because she was focusing all of her energy and attention on a market that couldn't afford, or if, if she they could afford her book, not enough of them. It was not enough of a return on the advertising investment. So we shifted our focus. We started advertising her book as an amazing way to be of service to the community, and we started putting those ads in highly affluent suburbs. What we did is we went after the country club markets in those same cities, the places that have a lot more discretionary income. We started advertising to businesses who wanted to be of service to the community, and we suggested in the ads that if they bought a case of this book and donated it to an inner city school, or if they bought a few copies and gave it to a library, what a huge boon that would be for their community. What a service it would be. That ad campaign, she was making her money back in just a few weeks. Well, that proves where there's a will, there's a way. But you have to be willing to pay attention to what's really happening. Oh, that's awesome. So advertising, you just need to know what works and keep doing it. So, you know, we mentioned earlier in this uh, this section about building a platform and we're, we need to go into detail and we're going to do that in the very next program. <music> 